Dropbit Gaming Hello everybody and welcome to a very, very special episode of Drop Bear Gaming because it's number 78 and apart from that it's no different to most of the other ones you've probably heard but that makes it very special, okay? So, hello Matt, how are you? I'm fucking great. There you go, that's how great he is. Um, we're going to obviously be talking about a few of the games we've been playing and there's some, uh, there's this thing happening like within a few days. Um, it's some kind of spectacular of, uh, of electronics and gaming called E3 uh, from the 16th to the 18th of June. Um, and unfortunately, it all happens m- pretty much when we're all sleeping. Um, well, but, we'll yeah. talk about that later. We will. We'll get to it. Yeah, so just settle down, all you just E3 people. Hang around. Listen oh. to our predictions. Get amongst it. Yeah. But we have been playing a few games uh, since we recorded. Um, I believe we have had our fix of destiny again um, <laughs> with another uh, House of Wolves expansion um, dropping and us running through it a few times. Uh, I'm pretty sure we did discuss it briefly. Um, I think we, we discussed it and said we were going to play it. Another go, and we didn't. No, I don't think we've recorded since it came out. <laughs> Oh, cool. Yeah, it's um, I've, I've given it a little bit of time, I suppose. Not a heck of a lot, though. There's obviously a few changes. There's some new areas. Um, some of them are just reversing almost of missions previous. Um, going finding new areas from different angles, things like that. But uh, to be honest, um, they really haven't done too much that is exciting. Um, well, exciting enough to get you to dive deeply yeah. into it. Yeah. And I, I have gone and played a few games of it. Um, but yeah, it's it's still Destiny. And although Destiny can be fun, um, you know, it, it's just not different than it was. And I've played so many hours of it already that I just don't care. I, I honestly do not care if I level up now from 32 to anything. <laughs> So. Yeah. Well, we played it here for like, what, two hours? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't played it since then. So I played two hours of the new, the new thingy, and it just does not interest me at all. Yeah. I thought I'll give it, it. I'll give it a chance. Give it a crack. But no. Yeah, and there is a good reason for that as well because both of us have been playing The Witcher Three. Yeah. What a segue. Um. <laughs> We've discussed this in our own time uh, over the last couple of weeks, and Matt's spent a lot more time with it than I have, but still I'm, I am spending a fair bit of time with it. But the thing that really has irked me with the game at this point so far is the fact that if you make a wrong decision and you go into a battle and you get your ass handed to you, that it quite often takes... You know, maybe if what feels like almost an eternity of loading before it actually puts you back to the last save point and you're ready to go again. Um, yeah, it's and, a pretty long turnaround for the loading. Um, yeah. I think Which they tried to they tried to fix it a little bit in patching, but it's still pretty atrocious. Yeah, 
Yeah, and that that can be a real pain for me. But at the same time, it's also because I'm making bad decisions. Like I'm <laughs> I'm not leveled up enough to probably go into the fights that I'm going into. But you know, as I was saying to Matt before, the 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 whole thing is that you know you have your story, and then it forces you to get off the story almost to do side quests to be able to progress through the story. And while you go off and you do these side quests, you're picking up more side quests and there's more, more, you know, bulletin boards where people will post things and, you know, you do have the option to leave them and then maybe come back later. But if you're in that area, initially anyway, in the start of the game, you feel that, oh, I'll just grab that and I'll do a few extra missions while I'm here. But it really does slow the game up. Mm, So, yeah, when you do try and go forward in the story to think, oh, well, that's a good way of leveling up, you get your ass handed to you in battles because you're not ready for them. Yeah, there is a lot to do, um, but I don't know. I think it's in terms of, um, I mean, you're playing on a lower difficulty than me, but um, I think it's just in terms of like managing your gear and knowing your limits because it's, I mean, it's pretty unforgiving. It certainly can be. And it's all about, you know, the whole strategies around like dodging and stuff like that, the usual story in games these days. Mm. Yeah, so, it's not as hack and slash as I initially thought it was, I suppose. Yeah, you, you go into a fight and you've got the option to swing and, you know, heavy swing and things like that. And you come across some things in the beginning where you don't even need to think about rolling out of the way of an attack or any of that kind of stuff. So you get to the point where it's, you know, that that is almost lost, but then it becomes so essential to any battle after that that... You end up rolling around on the ground half the time trying to avoid hits and, you know, people coming in from other sides of the screen and so on. Yeah. I find just running away, let them come to you and try to time your strikes works fairly well. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much the way I've got it going at the moment as well. So, but it is an entertaining game. I, I still kind of... I, I'm not exactly sure what it is, whether it's the the acting or whether it is just the storyline, but there's, I don't know, it just seems to be um, just not pulling me into the story. Like I'm just watching something that's happening really, really slowly and I don't particularly care about it and you know, it just is all playing out in front of me in a really, really slow way and that's kind of a bit annoying. Mm, I think, um, I don't know, I guess you can play it different ways. Well, it's certainly that kind of game. It's so open in yeah, like the way it could, is. You could just stick to the main story missions and stuff. But I think the richness of the world really um, is pretty... It's one of the cool things about the game, the fact that there's all these... Like, you can go to a different village and it has its own stories and stuff like that. And then there's, like... Even with the main missions, there's sort of like secondary quests. You've got your secondary quests that are like, you go to a village and they're like, oh, fuck, man, we keep getting killed by these fucking people. Can you go kill them for us? Or like this monster is haunting us for some reason and you go and kill it and it's like a wraith and you go back and go, oh, it's this wraith. Uh, Have you heard of this chick? And they're like, oh, yeah. She Hmm. like mysteriously went like missing like five days ago. 
and then all of a sudden we were getting haunted. It was fucking weird. (laughs) How do you not know what the fuck it was? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, Mm. but like there's those missions and then you've got like missions where um, they're sort of related to the main story but not necessary. So they still follow the same characters or not follow the same characters, but like you're doing things that relate to those other characters. You're not necessarily talking to them, but like um, there's still like, it's not a quest that you have to do to kind of continue on with the main story. Yeah. Yeah. And there there was one part, I don't, not sure if I griped about it on the, uh, on the last podcast. I don't think I did. We didn't talk about the Witcher last time. I don't think it was out yet. There's a, cause I hadn't played, the other two games, you know, I did look into it and it did say that it's not essential to play this game. So I was like, sweet as I'll just jump straight in. Um, but there's one part where you go to see almost like a king pretty early on. Um, and uh, <laughs> before you go in and see him, uh, one of his, you know, court, whatever, come to you to get the backstory and asks you a bunch of questions that you have no idea what he's talking about and you get the option of choosing a couple of different things and you have no idea what they mean, how they play out, who the characters are that they're talking about, <laughs> absolutely nothing. And I found that just perplexing because they just talked about this kind of stuff as if I knew and then asked me questions about it. And it was things that I'd done in obviously the other games, but I never played them, so I never did them. Um and it's, I guess, laying the foundation for parts in this game. Um, so I can see why it's essential to it. But at the same time, uh, it it was confusing because I'd never heard of the people they're talking about or the battles or whatever. And I haven't heard about them again since. Yeah. So I just kind of talked about this crap. And then I can't remember anything that was said anyway because I was so frigging you know, spun out about what they were talking about that I just forgot half of it anyway. Yeah, they're like, hey, um, remember that time that you were with this person? What happened there? And you're yeah. like, I killed him or I didn't kill him. Yeah. And then you're like, uh, fucking, I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Like, if I killed these people, does that mean they're obviously not going to be in the rest of the story that I'm now playing? But is that not essential then why the fuck did they ask me about it you know like yeah I, I, I don't know weird it's bizarre but yeah but anyway I mean but, you're bound to get that because it's got to be fan service for the uh, of course for the original yeah. fans but I still think it stands well on its own if you kind of look past that and just trying to try to make the most of it like it's not like the story is completely um ridiculous yeah, exactly. And too hard to understand, so... No, that's right, yeah. But anyway, it's an entertaining game, and I've I've been enjoying it for what I've been putting into it. So hopefully I still get to spend that bit of time before something else comes out and grabs my attention. Like Batman? Well, the story will be completely gone if that happens, and that would be a real shame. I wouldn't do justice to the game, I don't think. Oh, by playing it after getting distracted by something else, yeah. Yeah, I just wouldn't have that want to kind of go back to it. And if I did, I'd just be like, oh, what the hell? Where am I up to? What am I doing? But I do really, really like how it, once you, when you're loading it, when it first slowed loading, it gives you that synopsis type thing. And it says, oh, you know, you're 
person you were supposed to talk to is over here, but something happened to them and now blah, blah, blah. And it just gives you a bit of an idea of what's happening um, to put you back into it, mm. which I do find is helpful. So that was a good addition to it. And I've seen that in other little games, but not to the detail I think they put into it. Mm. It's a good you know, 30, 45 second um, synopsis of where you're at which can help for people that don't particularly have the time to sit there and play these games to completion straight away. Yeah, I think it would be fairly hard, to be honest, to follow it. Yeah, true. If you, if you don't play it all the time. I mean, even with those little refreshes, it's like, I don't know, it takes a bit of getting used to. Yeah, certainly can. Yeah, Like I played it and then I, when I first started, I played it for like an hour and then didn't play it again for like a week. And um, couldn't remember the controls. I was like, how do I play this game again? Well, the controls are a little bit confusing as well. Like, just compared to other games in a similar vein, you do have so much in this game that you can do because I suppose it, it's um, you know, it's come from more of a PC base you know, with mm. the initial games or the initial game. Um and there is so much that you can control and so much that you can do that every button has one function in certain situations and other functions in other situations. Mm. And, yeah, you do get a little bit uh, a little bit confused if you're doing that and then playing something else and then trying to go back to it. It's, yeah, it doesn't exactly. feel natural. I, um, I'm really enjoying it. Like, uh, as you know, you can probably tell from me saying, like, I really like how... Um, how rich the story is and the depth of the world and stuff like that and there's all these places to go people to see the little card game mini game in it I really enjoy I think it's pretty good um, yeah I think they've done a pretty good job it, it, I was hesitant because it crashed obviously with the first game so I just avoided it for a while mm. but it, I've not really had that problem since mm. so that's um, good the, the biggest sort of plunders that I'm finding is um, I guess with <clears throat> when you've got a, a triple gate triple triple ace game of this size and scope of this you've got to be um, dang you've got to kind of uh, expect glitchiness and bugs and stuff like that and I am finding like in certain times moving around can be really fucking annoying Yes, um, totally agree. And sometimes, like selecting people and you know trying to trying to pick stuff up, and uh, it's not so bad using Witcher Sense to spot stuff, which is like you hold down the one left trigger, I think. Yeah, I'll and run. and it like reveals stuff that you can in- interact with in like bright orange or bright red, mm. which is really handy. Um, but sometimes trying to select stuff is like. A fucking complete hassle. Yeah, yeah, I've I've had that a few times. I actually last night I was playing it and there was this area. Like one of the big things is when you're in a city. Obviously, if you're if you were to walk up to a merchant stall and there was things on there that you could interact with. Obviously, if you take them, you're stealing. Mm. So you get chased out of the city or they I haven't try done that. Have you, you done that? No, I haven't. But there was <laughs> one place yesterday where there was these three guards and just kind of next to them almost were these like just piles of you know crap 
uh, and you could interact with all of them. So there was things in them. And it says on one of the loading screens, one of the hints that it gives you is uh, don't loot anything if there's somebody watching. So I'm standing there waiting for these guys to do anything and they just were standing there talking and then I just turn around and took something out of a box and nothing happened. Yeah, if you do it um if you do it while they're watching it pops up a thing saying like you're about to steal something, probably don't do that or as soon as you open uh, the box okay. yeah. they go, "Hey, what are you doing?" There you but go. if you're like behind them, you can do it and some stuff you can take anyway. But like uh, in the first area, White Orchard, there's a Nilf, the bad, well, bad guys. They're like one of the factions, I guess. Mm-hmm. The Nilfgaardian, um, like army base type thing, like their outpost. Yep. I went in there and tried to take some stuff out of a chest and they were all like, hey, wait a minute. And like 10 guys drew their swords. So I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I won't do that then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I did find that was a bit annoying. And then... Um, and then there was one box at the back, which was like under a set of stairs or something. And um, I couldn't actually do anything to try and get it. And I was trying to jump on the other boxes to get it. Um, it was it was just quite annoying because I've had that issue many times throughout the game where, for instance, you call your horse over and you know the horse will come running in from the screen, but it won't because I'll be moving the little interaction like X will come up and I'll press it, but it won't actually do anything because I was in the middle of an action. And that action is just taking a step. And when you press your direction to walk in a direction, it almost starts to not run or not sprint, but run, I guess, just to kind of jog to get to places because it is such a massive map. So you kind of have this bit where you're standing next to something and you can just you've just seen that it's been able to be interacted with but then all of a sudden because it's taken those two or three steps because you've pressed a direction you've walked straight past it or past it enough that it's now behind you and then trying to like correct that and get back into this normal position is really kind of annoying because it's a waste of time so yeah i I find that a bit frustrating and and then you know there are times when you want to interact with something and it just isn't able to be interacted with like you go to talk to somebody and it's a merchant that you should be able to talk to and then there's like the interaction of you with just peasants or whatever you walk up and press x and they just make a noise or a comment or whatever and that's it but you can't actually talk to them and that's happened to me a couple of times with merchants where i've walked up to them to try and talk and they just kind of stand there going, oh, it's Tuesday or, you know, just completely random bullshit. And then I have to kind of do a circle or just walk five meters away and come back and then press it again. And then I'm able to actually have the conversation with them. And that kind of really just, I know it's a very, very minor gripe, but once it happens enough, you start going, come on, fucking hell, it can't be this hard. Because I've played so many games where you're controlling a person in first-person view or third-person view, and you don't press a direction and they walk three or four steps. You know, it's not that fucking difficult. But whatever. Now maybe I'm just bitching about it for the sake of it. Who knows? I don't know. I think it's a pretty awesome game. Um, graphically, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed the graphics of it. They are pretty good. 
uh, the music is f- fitting. Um, it's a fucking creepy game, man. There's a lot of weird, really creepy stuff. Mm. Yeah, the the more you get into it, it gets weirder and weirder. Yeah, there's just like really dark themes, and like it's fucking weird. Like, uh, not weird, but just like off-putting and kind of gory and gross at times. Yeah, it can be. So, for, not for the light-hearted, but I think it's pretty awesome. And there's um, a lot of swearing in it. A hell of a lot of swearing. Yeah. I don't and think it's... They oh. just randomly throw out the C word and things like <laughs> yeah. that, which really floored me the first time I heard it because you don't hear that in yeah. games or it's movies pretty, all that much. It helps, like, legitimize the world, I think. Yeah, a in bit. a way. Because yeah. they're, like, they're like fucking peasants living in filth slums. Yeah, that's right. So you imagine that they would speak in that way. Mm. Um, one of the, um, I guess gripes that people have had with it is like the fact that there's I don't think there's a single non-white person I think they're pretty sure they're all white yeah I haven't noticed any different actually yeah so like there's literally no minorities yeah that's so, very much it's weird mm. uh, whatever yeah true I mean not whatever but whatever you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah not a choice I would make but uh, obviously they decided yeah. it's easier to skin it that way so just well, get it done like they've got all these different areas you could I mean I think the invading army have a different language but they still look the same yeah that's right so yeah. I mean whatever but I think it's a pretty decent game I think it's worth picking up for anyone who enjoys RPGs yeah me sure. too yeah, um, yeah I'd, I'd say a definite yes for that we've got Batman coming out in like two weeks, less than two weeks. So two weeks yesterday. There you go. It would have been. Um, so I hope I get a bit further through The Witches before I get that because I will immediately be stopping to play that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other game that I've been playing, I guess, uh, apart from The Witcher, um, has been on my Vita just uh, playing Grim Fandango. And I'm pretty sure I have mentioned it that I was playing it, and it's it's good to have such a good game in a mobile version. And I've been, I suppose, wanting to play the Grim Fandango as an adventure fan. Um, it's always been at the very top of almost all adventure game lists, um, but because it is such a long game, I've never particularly, you know, had the ability to sit down and play it for that long in one spot but having it as a mobile thing i've really really enjoyed it and um yeah i'm getting through it and it's a very very good game very well built Mm. and i think it's a great thing that uh it's now across the board on all the playstation gear and the the saves are almost perfect when you sync a save it goes straight to the other you know to the cloud and then you can access it on anything else pretty good eh? yeah it's fantastic so I won't really talk about it. It's a very old game, but if you do like adventure games, then it is definitely one of the better ones. So definitely worth a pick up. Um, uh, with that said, there's um, some big sales going on at the moment, talking about picking up games. Um, I think the GOG.com sale is going to be ending quite soon, um, but there's been some amazing games on sale on that if you're looking at any PC-type games. Um, and I noticed the other day that uh, FIFA 15 on the PS4 digital copy was only $33, I think. Um, 
which is an absolute bargain for such an amazing game. Still been putting my time in with FIFA. It's been great. Such a good game. Yeah. I actually got on, on the other night with a mate and uh, we had a team and we got into a, a small league and then um, ended up dominating. It was great. It's made some people cry, I think. That <laughs> <laughs> was good. <laughs> Oh well, yeah. Such a great game, and if you get the opportunity to play a like co-op session, couch sessions, um, if you do understand soccer and you do understand how the game is played, then it, it is almost flawless in the way that game executes. It's fantastic. But I've spoken about FIFA forever, so there's not much point reiterating everything. Well, that pretty much brings us to the end of what we've been playing. So our E3 predictions, um, as I mentioned at the start of the show, it is going to be mostly happening while a lot of us are asleep over here, but I'll let Matt run through some of the uh, the things that we will be seeing from keynotes. Um, well, yeah, technically it's June 16th to 18th in America, but it actually starts here on the Monday, the 15th, with uh, Bethesda is actually on at midday here, the Bethesda conference you'll be able to watch online at 12 on Monday. The next one isn't till Tuesday though. Tuesday morning at 2.30 a.m. is Microsoft. These are the Australian Eastern Standard Time times to watch these, by the way. Uh, EA is Tuesday at 6 a.m. It's a good time to be waking up and watching some gaming news. Ubisoft, 8 o'clock Tuesday. Then Sony at 11 a.m. on Sunday. Uh, on Sunday, on Tuesday. <laughs> 11 a.m. So that's the one you want to watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Nintendo don't do a press conference anymore. They have a digital event, which is like a live stream that they run to show off their shit. That's on Wednesday at 2 a.m. And then Square Enix is at 3 a.m. So it's not too bad. I mean, yeah. there's only really one night that most people have to stay up to well, Tuesday, really catch a lot of the stuff. Yeah, Tuesday, 2.30 a.m. And then 2 and 3 a.m. on Wednesday. The others, 6, 8 and 11 on Tuesday for EA, Ubisoft, Ubisoft and Sony, which are pretty good. Yeah. Lunchtime on Monday for Bethesda is not bad either. True. Um, now, the things that we want to talk about are predictions for what they're going to actually show. Now, I said last time I reckon Fallout 4 would be at Bethesda's. And Fallout 4 Boom. has already been announced. There's, sure a, there's a trailer for you to go watch, so that's cool. And it looks good. Mm. Well, there's not really that much in the trailer. Um, yeah. But, and and a, one of the things that I made note of was how it's incomplete in my eyes because when you see the the you know the main guy and his pooch walking off at the end um it looks very cartoony and it doesn't look like they've finished all of the uh the frame rates and textures, textures and everything for it yeah cuz it just doesn't look natural doesn't flow it just yeah. kind of like tacked on but fuck um, it reminds me of Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas mate yeah almost identical that in a lot of ways. But, like, if you went back to those and looked at them, you'd be like, well, Fallout 4 is fucking way better. Yeah. And um, I'm sure it will it's be. It's leaps and bounds ahead. Yeah. They're oh. a quality studio, so they're not going to so, bother um, otherwise. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's going to be a 
fucking probably a fair amount of their press conference will be dedicated to that. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online and uh, Bethesda have got Doom as well coming out, the reboot of Doom, and uh, they might show something for Wolfenstein, although Old Blood only just came out, which was the sort of standalone expansion, I guess, for New Blood. Um, they might also show Dishonored 2. That's a rumour. So, yeah, true. Yeah. Don't know. Uh, Microsoft, Tuesday, 2.30 a.m. They've got some shit to show off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and some of the big stuff I think they're going to definitely touch on will obviously be the the release of Windows 10 um, across everything. Um, I don't know how much they'll go into that at E3, though. Yeah, I don't think they're going to touch on it too much, but because it is going on to the Xbox, uh, it's going to be yeah. needed to be discussed, of course, um, which is going to be kind of interesting to, to find out how it brings it all together. And by um, interesting, you mean fucking boring as fuck. <laughs> no, I think it'll be interesting because of the fact that, you know, most of us either use you know, an Apple or a Microsoft operating system. Yeah. So linking those is going to be huge for people that you know, like to have everything in one spot. Yeah, except that Windows was already linked with Xbox One. Just not very well. Well, Windows 8 is designed to look the same, like in the panels and shit like that. In a way, yeah. In a way. But yeah. they, it still links with Windows, like their Microsoft account and all that kind of crap is all the same. Mm, yeah. I just think every time they fucking focus on that kind of shit, it's fucking boring as shit well, and like, no one cares. Like their last keynote. Their last keynote was all about streaming and you know, how it was going to be a number one go-to for all entertainment uh, at home. I think that and- was two years ago. The last one, they tried to go more into games because Sony fucking obliterated them in 2013. Yeah, that's true. But mm. I don't know. We'll see. But if they talk too much about, if they even talk about that, if they talk too much about it, that'll just be, be a massive killer. fucking killer. But they do. They certainly have a bit to talk about. I mean, obviously, there's the the Oculus Rift, um, which is being paired with um, a wired Microsoft controller. Yeah, I'm not sure if that'll be shown because there's a specific PC gaming. Um, conference as well which i think is on on the wednesday sometime i didn't write down the time because you whatever. don't care hmm. um but <laughs> see because oculus rift is facebook there was a lot of rumors about microsoft having their own headset vr thing because that's what everyone's doing at the moment yeah um but i mean if if they have i mean they've partnered oculus rift has partnered with microsoft to make sure the games work on windows but um Generally, it's like uh, it's Xbox centric, so I don't know if they'll go too far into the Oculus Rift. There, they'll definitely talk about Halo Five and Tomb Raider because yeah. they are like massive fucking. Well, Halo Five is huge, but Tomb Raider is a massive get. It for is, them, and yeah. they're gonna fucking get their money's worth out of that. And um, a lot of talk recently about Forza Six as well. Yeah, leaked by the by Xbox Japan. Mm. They leaked the fucking first pictures and stuff from it. And everyone's like, oh, well, there you go. You know what, that one, that, that, that's yeah. one game they're going to talk about. And I'm, I'm now kind of interested in that because it's, uh, it's just signed with Porsche to have Porsche integrated into the game, which they never have. And as I was mentioning before, they had another similar vehicle 
uh, in most ways in all the Forza games, but it wasn't called a Porsche. Mm. Um, and I loved that game just for those cars. Those ones drove better than nearly any other vehicle in that entire game. So if they're now branded correctly and, and you know they put as much work into it as they do with the other cars, which they obviously will, um, it will be awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. It's almost got me thinking that I should probably get a um, Xbox. Xbox at some stage just for that. But also there's Fable Legends as well. Yeah. So another Fable title. Let's see but, if that's any good. It's, it yeah. will be different to the other Fable games. It will, which but, they always see. do. So, but No, but I mean a different style of game, I'm pretty sure. I so think it's it a classic RPG. And then obviously after that, we've got um, EA at 6 o'clock on the Tuesday. 6 so. in the morning. Yeah. Mirror's Edge 2 is definitely going to get shown. For sure. Because um, they have been, there's like a, there was a picture of the chick from Mirror's Edge with the word catalyst under it that was sort of put out by EAPR for a bit last week, mm-hmm. I think, or this earlier this week. So that'll be um, cool to see finally something to do with that. Um, yeah, it will be, and Mass Effect 4. Mm, I don't know if they're going to call that Mass Effect 4. I wonder what they are going to call it, but they I fucking hope they're going to show it because yeah. that will build massive hype. Another yeah. one is the Need for Speed reboot. They're rebooting the whole Need for Speed franchise. Wow. Um, so that will be shown off, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. So that'll be good. And um, Star Wars Battlefront. Of course, yeah. Man, oh man, oh man! These, I mean, these aren't really predictions. Some of them are like saying, "Oh, they'll talk about Mass Effect," but um, with like things that we're keen for at E3, definitely EA is going to be one to watch. Um, Ubisoft have got Assassin's Creed Syndicate, mm-hmm. which is the new one based in London. Now that's been done by Ubisoft Quebec, who haven't done any Assassin's Creed games. In the past, they've only—I think—they've done the DLC for a couple. Yeah, I remember—I can't remember which bits, but I've never been so much of a fan of that game as you have. Hmm. Um, well, so it, I mean, it looks good, but fuck, man—they burned us all with Unity real bad. Mm. So yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see how we'll see what that one has to bring. Um, as and there's for- obviously Rainbow Six. Uh, you know, it could be a bit on, on a Rainbow Six title um, and probably Prince of Persia. Mm. So um, that'd be good. I think they might show Watch Dogs 2 if, oh, they, yeah. if they've got that on the works. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty cool because um, the first one was a pretty good success. I mean, it wasn't perfect in any circumstances, but it was... It was a strong game that stood on its own, so I think that is uh, one to keep an eye out for. And there's something... Oh, The Division. We still don't know a release date for The Division. Tom Clancy's The Division. Yeah. Um, And that looked really, really fucking cool. So hopefully they've got something to say about that. Um, And yeah, Rainbow Six. So... Yeah, so, yeah, that'd be quite good to see any of that kind of stuff. Ubisoft usually have a pretty strong showing... So, mm. um, I think we'll we'll have that'll be pretty good. Yeah, uh, hopefully there's a little bit as well on uh, you know some extras for Far Cry Four or you know something in the future happening with that. Yeah, well they usually alternate 
um, Far Cry and Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I mean, well, not really, because Assassin's Creed's every year, but I think Far Cry is every second year. Um, so maybe well, that, that's a, it might be sorry. Watch Dogs then. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Well, that was the thing that I was saying to you before. The, the thing that I've found probably a little bit irritating in the last few years is just the amount of sequels that they focus on. And sure, they talk about how they're going to be better than the last one, but it's the same fucking game. You know, there, there's such a huge focus on that. Mm. And that becomes quite annoying. Um, I hope that... Oh, they change yeah. them up each time, though. Yeah, true. Yeah. They wouldn't do it if it wasn't making them a shit ton of cash, that's for sure. Oh, of course. Yeah. But it just doesn't really you know, yeah, well. spark the interest as much as new things would, which is a shame. Hmm. But anyway, um, so that'll be uh, that'll be EA and Ubisoft, obviously. Um, Sony. Yeah, it's moving on man, to Sony. Oh man, I definitely think they're going to show more of Project Morpheus and probably have a release date for it as well, I'd say. Yeah, and hopefully a really good contingent of launch titles you know, yeah. are going to work for it. Well, they've got a lot of studios who haven't announced what they're working on, like Band, Media Molecule, um, Gorilla who made Killzone. Like, mm-hmm. There's a few sort of in the ranks that are still working on stuff. I think Santa Monica, Sony Santa Monica might be working on a new God of War. I think I remember reading something about that, oh, yes. hearing something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how, much, how good of an idea that is, considering I feel like God of War is a bit played out, but they do have a God of War HD uh, PS4 remaster. Mm-hmm. Coming out, God of War 3. So, I mean, it would make sense if they're doing that. I mean, they've just announced the trilogy remastered, the Uncharted trilogy remastered for PS4 coming out in October, September, mm-hmm. later this year anyway, um, it, ahead of Uncharted 4. So it, I guess it would make sense to have God of War 3, although they did have Ascension on PS3, didn't they? God of War Ascension after yes. God of War 3. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but, yeah, like all of those studios are definitely working on some some stuff for Project Morpheus. So, it'll be good to be able to see a bit more of that. And uh, Gran Turismo 7 as well. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, which would be really good. I think they were aiming to have Gran Turismo 7 out this year or end of next... Uh, oh, here we go. Gran Turismo 7 most likely coming out before 2017. There you go. So next year, that means. But yeah. Hopefully they'll show something of it. Uh, Might be a bit early. A bit early. I mean, it took them 10 years to make the last one, so we'll see. Well, apparently Polyphony Digital, who are the developers, have said 2015, 2016. So I guess that's... They might show something. They probably show something, surely. Yeah, hopefully. Sony always show a lot of indie stuff as well. Um, so that'll be interesting. Well, yeah, it certainly will be. And obviously there's the um, Ratchet & Clank and you know, possibly a new Resistance. Um, I don't know about that rumour, hey? The Resistance. I mean, I don't know. I don't think the, three, the first three Resistance games were that great of a success yeah but I mean they've got the IP there they might as well use it 
Well, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, there's still talk of the Last Guardian, which we've been waiting for since for the beginning of the PS3, maybe PS2 yeah. eight time. Like it's been a long time coming. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and then obviously we've got that EA. Uh, sorry, the Nintendo um, digital event which who knows what they could talk about. I mean, there's in the last few days I've been reading just rumours and whatnot from all over the place suggesting that maybe the 3DS is on the way out, um, that they're not really going to be focusing anything on the 3DS, even though they've just looked at bringing out another uh, console for it or the larger one, the XLs. Mm. Um, and interchangeable faces and all that kind of stuff. But I honestly believe that if Nintendo is going to try and remain as strong as they have been, um, they really need to rethink, uh, you know, their strategy against the other console kind of companies. So, yeah, it could be interesting to see what happens. I wonder if they'll show new hardware. Well, that's what I'm thinking. But at the same time, because there always have been that, um, you know, the and I don't particularly mean this in the words that I'm saying, I suppose, but it's it's been child-centric. You know, it's a real kiddie kind of application and very cartoony games, uh, the kind of games that they did try and make, um, you know, that were only focused at adults like zombie games and things like that, really never got pushed. And I don't think they were successful in any way because that's been a huge part of it. Well, the Wii U wasn't successful at all anyway. At all, yeah. Like, at all. The fucking PS4 outsold it in, like, a week. Yeah. So, well, fuck, that's maybe a month. I don't know the exact statistics, but it was bloody quick. And um, I don't know. Mm. I think they're going to, if if not at E3, then definitely in the next 12 months, I reckon they'll announce a new console that's like a 3DS that uses the Wii U's sort of original design with, yeah. the, with the tablet thing and just moves further in that direction. So with the with the 3DS type situation, I don't know, but I think that's where they're going to go. And then Square Enix, Square Enix, whatever they're called, uh, Wednesday 3 a.m. will be Final Fantasy 15. For um, sure. Tomb Raider. They do Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the new Deus Ex will definitely yeah. get shown there. Yeah, which would and, be interesting to see someone on. Um, you possibly know. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, oh yeah, Kim, Kingdom Hearts 3. They're waiting, we're waiting to see more of that. Just Cause 3 will definitely be shown. I know we've got listeners who are keen on more of that, so yeah, that'll be cool. And, um, you know, there's always the hope for a remastered Final Fantasy VII. Um, yeah, we'll see. I don't think they'll, they'll do it anytime soon because it'll need a like f- complete remake exactly. to make it decent. But mm. fuck that, would make them some cashola. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much our quick wrap-up of what's happening there. There are obviously other things that are going to be happening, like... Um, Activision, Activision and Warner Brothers yeah. and Exactly. 2K. I mean, Guitar Hero Live sounds like there could be some stuff happening about oh, that, which would be good. Man, I'm fucking keen for Guitar Hero Live. Yeah, it's going to be good fun. And then Warner yeah. Brothers will show us a fucking, like, almost never-ending fucking list of Lego games. 
because mm-hmm. there's yeah. Lego Jurassic World, Lego Avengers just got announced, mm-hmm. Lego Dimensions, that new one that's like Skylanders but with Lego figurines. Yeah, it's going to be pretty good. So there's a fucking mm-hmm. Lego, shitload going uh, on there. Lego World, I wonder if there might be a port. Maybe not straight away because it's only just released, I think, on uh, on PC at the moment. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure that'll be coming to consoles pretty soon as well. Mm which is the, the Minecraft kind of uh, Lego world. I thought that was going to be a Wii U game originally. Yeah, well, it would have made sense, you know, but it's it's just come out or is coming out at the moment on Steam. So, um, yeah, I was super- Lego City Undercover on Wii U. Oh, okay. But there's also some talk of, uh, you know, the possibility of a Borderlands 3 Um Mm. Might be able to see something on that. I mean, they they kind of that got leaked earlier in the year, um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, they, there was comments that it was only going to be for next gen, um, so we'll see what comes of it. But yeah, but yeah I mean that that's our quick uh, predictions there for for E3. We'll obviously try and record again towards the the middle or late next week once we've got that information back (laughs) and we'll try and go through all the information that uh, has come out yeah well uh, yeah we'll probably do one next week yeah well we better wrap up because there's the choppers are here to get us yeah exactly they're about to come busting in the windows so anyway um, that was the Drop Bear Gaming podcast you can email us at podcast at dropbeargaming.com um, give us your predictions tell us about things that you want to see if you don't get to email us until after it um, then tell us what you're most excited about and you know if there's anything obscure that we may have missed or you know whatever bring it up let us know and we will definitely try and find out and talk about it sweet Sounds that was good. an ex- extremely professional closing right there <laughs> thanks thanks for listening everybody take care and enjoy E3 if you get to watching cheers bye see ya